Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Baltimoreans, I guess I could do the like friends, Baltimoreans, city folk, like friends, Romans, countrymen, something like that. It is the moment that we've all been waiting for, we've all been talking about, we've all been dreaming about for years, for years. The Orioles have signed Ronald Guzman to a minor league contract. I know it's what you came here for. The sweet swinging, lefty, home run hitting brother in blue of Nomar Mazzara from that Rangers team back in the day. That. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There... Oh, the other news. I see. Okay, okay. So you're talking Andrew Suarez, minor league deal. That's what you came here for, right? Okay, it's not that either. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So. I guess you guys want to hear that David Rubenstein and Mike Arrogetti have bought the Baltimore Orioles for $1.7 billion? Is that what you want to hear? Because that's what I want to talk about. We are here today celebrating the end of an era, celebrating the end of John Angelos and his reign of terror over the Baltimore Orioles. I'm not going to make this a long pad because I really like I'm going to be fully honest. I'm coming off of a 13-hour shift at 7.43 in the morning on January 31st. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. I'm coming at you with a quick hitter here. But we had to get on and talk about it. The Orioles have been talking... Not the Orioles. Orioles fans have been talking for years about John Angelos, his refusal to spend, his inability to lead this team you know, to the next level... His, I, I don't know, you know, there was the Kevin Brown stuff. There was his comments with um, with Dan Connolly. I could not remember Dan Connolly's last name. With Dan Connolly, the, you know, how, how you know, like, why are you asking me questions like this on Martin Luther King Day? Um, you, you know, he's just, he has made a mockery of himself and this organization for years and years and years, unendingly. Um, and, you know, his father... We had some issues with Peter, but at least, like, Peter was trying. Peter cared very much. Peter would spend. You know, like, we, we went and we gave 150 to Chris Davis, and that was ill-advised money. Clearly, it did not turn out very well. But, you know, he wanted to spend. This was a guy who was leading an MVP-caliber campaign. And Peter Angelo said, I want that guy in Baltimore. And we said, okay. Um, you know, so... It, it, this is the removal of John that we are celebrating. Um, so I guess to actually like talk about the details of it a little bit, again, this news is everywhere. Uh, first reported by Puck News, um, but two private equity billionaires, David Rubenstein of the Carlisle Group and Mike Arrogetti of Aries Management Corporation, uh, are purchasing the team for $1.725 billion. Um my brother, Jesse, obviously came on this very same pod and gave a rundown of Rubenstein. He's a Baltimore guy, worth almost four bill. I'm not going to go and rehash all of that. Feel free to go listen to the episode. Um, but uh, presumably, Rubenstein would be the one taking over as the primary control person from Angelos. Uh, to be clear, this deal is not official. Uh, much like the A's move to Vegas and everything, does need to get approved by the other 29 owners. Um, this is standard operating procedure. Uh, I don't believe that any sort of timetable for that has been made official. 
uh, everything is still up in the air, of course. Um, this is somewhat comical because, you know, once, uh, once the Rubenstein report initially came out from Bloomberg, uh, you know, John Angelos went ahead and told Westmore, oh, no, 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 we're not selling the team. Ah, not, you know, um, gave a bunch of lip service. So I, I am a little bit curious as to the political ramifications of this, what it means for the Orioles lease. Um, as we have talked about ad nauseum on the warehouse pod, uh, we do not believe that there is any reason for any potential owner of this team to take the Orioles out of Baltimore, have one of the best stadiums. You have an incredibly promising young core. You are finally reengaging the fan base after you know an almost 10-year drought. Um, this is a good place to be. And you know, you've got the RSN figured out with Masson. Um, you know, there are problems with Masson itself, of course, and uh, diversion of funds or the division of funds with the nationals. Um, but you at least are able to say, okay, we know at least what the financials that will be coming into us from this regional sports network will be. Um, so financially, you know, for appearances sake, again, Rubenstein is a Baltimore guy. Nobody's coming to take the Orioles out of Baltimore. Um, but, you know, there are some interesting ramifications for going through this negotiation process of the lease. Um, it does now seem like much more of a, uh, a business and financial tactic to have secured the lease heading into this moment. Um, even if that lease is just temporary and not actually the full 30 years that everyone was talking about it being. Um, yeah, so I, once again, I, I don't have too much to say about this. We just wanted to jump on and acknowledge it. Um, you know, hopefully the thing that we are all praying on is that Elias will be able to go ahead, finally open purse strings a little bit, collect himself a nice free agent. Um, at least, you know, somebody worth multiple years. That's all I really want. I just want to get a free agent and say, wow, I'm excited to see him next spring training uh, because that hasn't happened under Michael Elias. It's all been one-year deals. Uh, we have the club option with Craig Kimbrell. So I guess there's a chance if things go well, you know, and he is um, performing well this year, we could see him next year. But at the same time, Michael Elias reserves the right to say no. And uh, that is standard operating procedure for the Orioles right now. The short-term deals, no more than like $15 million. Uh, the $13 million that Craig Kimbrell got was the largest contract handed out under the Elias regime. Uh, so we are clearly in a spot where we are excited about the concept of somebody worth, you know, just with the net worth of twice what John Angelos has coming in and hopefully, you know, like, putting some money, investing a little bit in the product on the field, um, and not just relying on the brilliancy of Michael Elias to create something from nothing. Um, that is really all I have to say. I uh, just wanted to touch base, celebrate with all of you. Uh, this is definitely welcome news, especially after the licking that Baltimore sports took this past weekend. Uh, our brothers in purple... I'm not even gonna say like they played well or anything because we all know they didn't. Um, they just they just lost, so that hurt. The Orioles kept doing nothing, 
but this is at least some good sports news. And hopefully, you know, like, there are, um, the owners' meetings are happening in Orlando uh, next week. And so hopefully we will maybe get some resolution on this pretty soon here. This might be the reason that it's coming out now uh, to, you know, informally brief the other 29 owners on this situation and maybe we can get a deal approved and start heading into the you know start heading into this season with kind of a new outlook on the team um people i will say people on twitter have talked about potentially you know a change in the front office uh that would potentially accompany this i have absolutely no reason to believe that you know there's any reason Michael Elias would be on his way out with this. There is no indication that he's anything but phenomenal at his job. I think that any GM, if you give them more money, will be able to make a better team. Uh, that seems like a pretty fundamental quality of a general manager, that with more resources, with more resources they can do a better job. Um, I think that Elias is that. So I don't think there's any reason to think... Uh, Rubenstein and Arrogetti would be coming in here saying that's not the guy. Um, he's done an incredible job with limited resources. He's built this team up from the ground up, as we have all seen. I think that Elias is here to stay regardless of the state of ownership. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I, I am wildly excited. I'm getting my blood pumping. I told you it's been, you know, it, it is 8 in the morning. I started work at 6p last night. I am exhausted and I'm just, I'm, I was sitting here scrolling Twitter and I said, you know what? We need a pod. We need a pod. We need to talk. And I just came here to give you 10 minutes of my time. And I'm as always grateful for you giving me 10 minutes of yours. Um, this has been the warehouse podcast. My name's Elijah. Uh, give us a follow, like subscribe, rate all that stuff. Uh, if you enjoy us and we will chat with you soon. Thanks.